Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's all about candidates, baby. She was a candidate, baby. And I know she's driving me crazy. And I know she probably hate me. Captain K tells me that that is Ocean Alley. Kiwi band, uh, I assume it's a Kiwi band. Uh, yes, sir, it is. What can you tell me about Ocean Alley, Captain K? Great group of lads. They uh, I actually got the honour of uh, riding in their van to a gig once. And, oh, uh, great group of blokes. It was before they blew up, and, and I, I had no idea who they were. We went to one of their gigs. I was like, oh, I recognise this song. And then went home, checked them out on Spotify. They had 5,000 monthly listeners, and I've just been hooked ever since. Good group. You're an old soul, Captain K. Like you've lived a life. You've done some stuff in your 20 years. Like we talk about stuff and say, oh, "I met so and so. I used to do that." And last night you're telling me, "Oh, I worked at America's Cup with um, first job Ameri- yeah. American Magic, and I've done this." And, and you, you're a pup. Oh, I get around. <laughs> I, I tell you, Steph, Kiz's um, memory as well, sports memory, is phenomenal. He knows footballers and basketball players that you know well before our time that. Mm. You know, I've never heard of, and Kez knows what the how many points per game they scored in '85. Mm. Well, I've got a question actually for Captain K because I know he he loves the basketball story. So I watch and they love to shoot and they love to shoot. <laughs> yeah, um, I watch a lot of Thirty for Thirties. I watch a lot of documentaries, and um, I always come to weeks. Oh, I watched this last night. I watched the one the Tuck with um, Tuck Rule, yeah, Woodson Brady. and Brady. Well, I watched another one. I think maybe two nights ago, and it was. Uh, Reggie, Mal- Reggie Miller versus the Knicks. Mm-hmm. The choke? Yes. Spike Lee? Yes. Yes, sir. And, you know, I was watching it live at the time. And when you're watching it live at the time, you don't realise how an important historical era you are witnessing. Yes. And I was like Jordan Pippen era. Um, and in my younger days, it was Magic Johnson, Kareem, James Worthy. And, and I was just embroiled and I just loved it. So, Captain K, what's happening in today's NBA that they'll be making 30 for 30s on in 15 years' time? Who, who are the matchups? Who are the rivalries? Um, look, I, I'd say this like, this season is definitely the weirdest one for me because we've got Jason Tatum, Devin Booker. John Morant, Luka Doncic, all guys under 25 that are competing for the MVP. So this generation, to me, is like going to be my generation. This is going to be the golden one for me. Yes. And I think it's going to be Luka. I think Luka Doncic, if he can get a team around him that suits his style, I, I just don't see him losing. He is astonishing. He could easily go down as the greatest player of all time. So he's, wow. a, play- so he's a player, right? So he's a player. Um, so we, we were... These amazing rivalries like Magic and Larry Bird, those sorts of ones. Reggie Miller and John Starks. 
mm. um, and all of those sort of, you know, we hate this team and they hate this team and everyone looks forward to that one. Where's the rivalry going to be in the next few years? The play, It started in the playoffs two years ago. Luka Doncic against Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns, so it was Mavericks Suns. Uh, went to a seven-game series, and that was the start of a young rivalry between Booker and Doncic, where Doncic used some uh, absurd language against <laughs> Devin Booker, uh, being 3-2 down. They tied it up, get to game six. Uh, Luca calls him a little boy uh, over and over again and then carries his team with 50 points to game seven. He does it again, and then they matched up again. Last year it was the same thing. So I think that rivalry between Booker and Doncic, I know there's guys like Sammy's, Boston Celtics with Jason Tatum. Uh, people text through all the time, Ja Morant. I don't give Ja Morant enough love. But when I when I say, because I heard Sammy go, wow, when I said Luca could go down <laughs> as potentially the GOAT, he needs to go now. Like, that's the thing. He needs to win a championship uh, very soon if he wants to start that off. But so where, where does Kawhi Leonard and James Harden and yeah. those sort of guys I think that's sit? like the previous generation, yeah. right? That was yeah. sort okay. of 20, 2005 that to 2015. Early, yeah, early okay. 10s. Would it be like, fair to say that LeBron and Steph had a bit of a, a rivalry going they there? They had you know, a pretty Golden underrated State. one. Because I feel like even though it was Steph versus LeBron year after year, the whole thing for me around that was LeBron versus MJ, still LeBron versus Michael Jordan about the legacy. So it's only now that Steph's got his fourth ring and tied it with LeBron that I feel like people are giving Steph the respect that he actually deserves. To your point, Steph, I don't know if there is nowadays in the NBA that sort of hatred that there was back then. When I say hatred, you know, not that fierce rivalry like you had Millary and you had Magic, then you had. Um, uh, Isaiah Thomas and um, Michael Jordan. Um, you had uh, what? Kobe? Did Kobe have anyone? Really? Rivals? Yeah. Uh, I just feel like basketball does is not sort of like that anymore. Like you don't just have two guys that are jousting in the media. You know what I mean? It, it's mm, a bit like more. A twelfth man on a team nowadays would be a thirty-point per game scorer in the nineties. Like mm. that is why I think I think it's because there's so much talent that you can't have a two-man rivalry anymore because there's not one and two guys being the best in the that's, league. That's fair, yeah. There's about 10 guys in the league right now that are the best player in the league, and it's mm. it's up to you. It's your own opinion who that guy is. Because the beautiful thing about that um, Reggie Miller and New York Knicks rivalry was the Knicks called Indiana. They were just the the country bumpkins, the hick town. Yep. Uh, they just about went broke. They had coverage of a telethon they had at their stadium to keep them afloat. Uh-huh. And then they had this star player whose name escapes me, and he played for the University of Indiana, and he won College Player of the Year. And then um, Indiana got a new head coach, and he didn't pick him in the draft. He took Reggie Miller, and the fans were outraged. We've got this homebred guy, and you've gone to Reggie Miller. For, I think he's from Los Angeles. And Reggie Miller's sister is the greatest women's basketballer of all time. Ah, Have you that. heard that story, Sam? No. Oh, oh. man, you've got to look that up. There was, was one amazing. of the Kyries coming home. Reggie scored 40, and it was his, his, it was his best. And him and his, yes. his sister and his dad were in the front seat. And uh, he goes, oh, yeah, I scored 40 points tonight, blah, blah, blah. How did you go to his sister? She goes, oh, I played all right. And he goes, what, 60? And his dad smirked at him and goes, 
She scored 105, son, in a <laughs> she, high school game. She, she got 105, wow. and she was unreal. But Reggie attributes his success to her because she just beat up on him, trash talked him. That's great. She was bigger, taller, faster, drove on him, smashed him. Oh, that's awesome. And then the story of Reggie, just the utmost respect for her right through his life, and then he just single-handedly, there was that very famous game. They were six down with 18 seconds to go. Mm-hmm. He got a three-pointer, stole the inbound, Step behind the three-point arc, got that. Starks missed the free throws. Reggie got his game over, and the yeah. the coach had left. It was uh, there's such good storylines. Um, there's got to be like a last dance type doco on LeBron at some stage, right? Um, like probably. sort of that MJ style. There will be in the future. Just talking about what ESPN docos are going to come out. You know, in yeah, 15, 20 there years, will be a there'll be a big one. LeBron one, and they'll probably go. I think LeBron will get what MJ got. Where very disliked now, but in ten or fifteen years, when people have sort of gotten over, it, they'll look back on how on the, his achievements. Yeah, and, and I like, think you if know, you string together, you know, the Cleveland, the Miami, the yep. Cleveland, and the LA, and then you string them all on, go, holy heck! And yeah. then the, for think, how long as well? You know, like a twenty-year yeah. career. He was drafted in 03, yeah. and by two thousand five, he was undisputed the best player in the league. That's crazy. Mm. I'm talking about Luca. He's still not the best player in the league. He's been in there for four years. Yeah. LeBron is one in a. One in a quadrillion. Just mm. made that number up. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> one in a lot. <laughs> one in a lot. Yeah, it's fair. They, I just love those thirty for thirties. Uh, Mark's just texting, going, "Hi, Steph. We know you're a man of wealth and taste." <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be interested to hear of your progress and critique of, pe- uh, of Peaky Blinders. You've put Pesky Blinders, but I'm thinking you mean Peaky Blinders. Uh, Mark from Christchurch. Uh, full disclosure, I haven't resumed. I haven't given up. I will watch it. it uh, it's probably going to be a uh, a Christmas holiday type thing for me now. Um, I think I, I got I'm about f- I got to about five and a half episodes of season one. I did finish the the half because I hate doing things by halves, but I did. Um, so I've done f- six episodes, but when I come back from Christmas break, I probably would have watched two or three seasons um, because that's the sort of thing I like to do. Um, so haven't given up on it, Mark, and I will give my full critique, but what I have seen so far, I have enjoyed. All right, time for a break uh, because right on the back of this, we are going to catch up with uh, newly anointed, I think he's won it before, but Ben O'Keefe, Kiwi rugby referee, he won referee of the year, always Enjoy catching up with the man they call Bok. He will be with us, Ben O'Keefe, after the break.